It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if you did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how you doing today? Jake, I'm doing I'm, I'm doing great. It's a Marquesas Monday. Um, Just another one. Under uh, different circumstances than usual. Uh we recorded an episode yesterday, and... Uh, Nobody needs to know that. <laughs> we can just say technical difficulties. Yeah, there were technical difficulties. We recorded basically a whole episode. <laughs> we were basically all the way done. And then, unfortunately, we, we lost an important piece of the recording. So here we are. We're back again. This is the level of commitment that we have for our listeners we don't need to get into what happened exactly no, I, I, or what part yeah, of the I'm not, recording. I, it's no lost. one's fault. I'm not casting uh, blame. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to assign mm-hmm. blame to anyone. It's just a thing mm-hmm. that happened. Um, I think I think what happened was the Survivor gods saw how good yesterday's episode were, was, and were like, the general public can't hear this. It's just too good. Yeah, it's they too good. They spoil the whole season. They get it exactly right. Like, what's his name in The Good Place? It just they happened upon the correct uh, rest of the season. Uh, yeah, and then the so Survivor Gods they unplugged, unplugged your down. they unplugged your laptop. They unplugged my laptop and <laughs> struck me with lightning, and then I died. But I came back. I'm risen. Like that's, Jesus, that's how committed you faster. are. That's how committed you are to recording this podcast. You came back that's to exactly life. Right. He is risen. Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I got the bill for the funeral, and uh, I'm going to need some people to subscribe to some Patreon. Jesus. They showed it. You were Let's embalmed. just say that. You were embalmed, and they showed it to you, and you hopped up out of the coffin. I was spinning in my grave before they even put me under. It was so expensive. You were spinning in your grave like that lady that got airlifted <laughs> by the helicopter. Okay, so here's the thing. I... On this road trip to and from Alabama this weekend, I saw a billboard that said, simple cremation, $1,500. And I was like, how is that possible? Because I always thought cremation was like the cheap route, you know? That's why I wanted to do it. But now I'm hearing it's multiple millions of dollars, thousands of dollars, whatever I'm bad at now. It costs $2 million to get cremated. A lot of people don't tell you that. Three times after Obama takes his share? <laughs> that's why Jeff, that's why Jeff Kent episode. will never get cremated. <laughs> Did you know Obama's uh, the world's number one proprietor of cremations? <laughs> There's a uh, reason they call him Hussein. Let you be, let you be clear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I just got distracted. There is a story. Right, do you know who Omar Apollo is? I have not heard of him before this, but he's like a singer. No, I don't think I know who that is. He's uh, he's a singer, and somebody uh, tweeted, is Omar Apollo another queerbaiting singer like this type? I don't label myself. Let me wear cropped and paint my nails and say I find another guy hot because I like his song, but I don't like supporting straight men doing queerbaiting. Which I think that's like a isn't Sean Mendez kind of like that where it's like ooh maybe I'm gay but I'm not and uh, I don't know I don't I, I don't, don't know, know who but Sean anyway, Mendez was the, the reason that I mentioned this is because Omar Apollo himself retweeted that with no I be sucking dick for real 
<laughs> Which I think oh, is very man. endearing. That's a very funny That's thing great. to say. Wow. No, I uh, I feel quite old now. I don't know who this guy is. Yeah, these Omar young Apollo. artists. Um, you t- you say Omar Apollo, and I think the inline skater. Yeah. Omar Omar Apollo Apollo Anton Omar. Oh no, Apollo Ono. Oh, <laughs> Cassius right? Apollo Anton Ono oh, Omar. Oh boy, that's a long name. Anton Omar Apollo Ono Apollo Anton Ono, and what's this other guy's name? Omar Apollo Omar Apollo. Anton Ono. <sighs> Man, a lot of people have a lot of names. I'll yeah. tell you that much. Too many names out there. A lot of people have a lot of names, and it's hard to keep track of them all, especially on a little show we like to call Survivor. Thomas, did you watch Survivor 43? Jake, I did. I watched it. Uh, not last night, but I did, I did watch it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, last night you talked to me about it. Um, so I already know what you're going to say about this week's episode title. Get that money, baby. But remind the listeners, what did you think of that episode title? Uh, pretty good. I would also pretty like to good. get that money, baby. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine a baby made out of money? That's funny. That would be pretty cool. I'm sorry. I was. Uh, that would be cool. But my immediate thought was also that there should be. <laughs> we should do it. We should have a Patreon Strokes podcast. It's called. <laughs> did you listen to last night? Last night. What the fuck would that be? Well, this, there's this song. Have you heard the song Last Night by The Strokes? <laughs> so this is in line with Did Just Did you listen Just? to Last Night Last Night? <laughs> <laughs> what would we do with that? We would talk about The Strokes. Oh, okay. Not just the song last night, but the whole Strokes. Yeah, and then we could have another so- we could have another podcast called Just Stroke, which is about the Billy Squire song The Stroke. Oh, okay. That's not where I thought you were going. No, Just Stroke <laughs> is going to be our OnlyFans show. <laughs> so they return to camp and uh, discuss Carla initially being left out of the vote, um, but luckily Sammy t- tuned her in. I don't know if that's the right phrase, but you know what I'm saying. Jesse is feeling good about all the advantages and where he is at in the game. My my two favorites, you know, doing well. That's all I have to say about it. Yeah, they're uh, they're they're pl- they're out there. They're playing. They're doing it, and they're doing it well. And we love yep. to see it. Yep. Uh, at the reward challenge, they have to spin around on a disc, go for balance beam, drop a sandbag on a tall beam. I th- uh, let me try to remember. You said you love seeing sandbags being thrown on beams. Yeah, I love or anything when they have to throw a sandbag onto something. And you said that you like when they have to spin around and get dizzy because it reminds you of yes. minor league baseball games. And I That's agree. Right. I also love that. See, see Thomas, when you when you proposed, uh, did you listen to? Did you? What, did you, what was it called? Did you listen <laughs> did to you, last night? Did last you night? listen to last night? Last night. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a meta take on listening to this show. No, but then it would be us talking about this show. And this is kind of what I imagine it being like, like, Oh, I remember you saying this. I remember you saying this. Um, so that's, that's kind of fun. Um, 
No, so the winners it get- would be one of us being like, oh, baby, I feel so down when you turn me on, when I feel left out. Is that a song lyric? Yeah. And then so I, I turn around. It's going to be all right. It was a great big lie because I left that night. Last night by the stroke. Yeah. <laughs> you were shazamming those lyrics as I was saying them. <laughs> Thomas, I don't know if you know this about me. I don't know a single lyric to a single song. Oh, my God. I'm horrible at hearing lyrics. Man, that's a real shame. Yeah. I'll be like, you know that song that's like, boo doo 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 I'm like, no, I don't know. And it's like, and then I'll hear it and it'll be like a Kings of Leon song. It's like, oh, sex is on fire? Yeah. You don't remember the lyrics, my sex is on fire. If I was like, if I was saying, speaking lyrics to you and I was like, I'm blue, da ba dee, da ba die, da ba dee, da ba die, you'd be like, what's that from? And then I'd have tub, to play you the song. Thumpa. Tubba No, it's thumpa. from the Eiffel 65 song. I'm blue, da ba dee, da ba die. How about this? Ready? Here's a joke for you. Eiffel 69. <laughs> That's another OnlyFans show we'll do. Yep. And that's where we... <laughs> where we uh, where we talk about the, the, the band Eiffel 65, and we also talk about our favorite OnlyFans uh, accounts. Yeah. Yeah. Which and is going to be a lot of... Because like, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to wade into the world of OnlyFans. But you know what? For oh. the right price, I'll do it. Yeah. If you can bankroll Thomas's OnlyFans um, subscriptions... Um, that would be great. Uh, so the dizzy challenge is fun. Uh, they do, they do good. Um, the winners get a pizza and beer and they get to sleep in a bed and they get letters from home. Noelle wins after a really rough time on the balance beam. She almost loses her leg because it's, she's sweating so much. This was really neat. I thought it was really cool. It was a triumphant moment. Neat Noelle. Well, that's what we like to call her. Um, yeah, they don't call her no W. She's Noel. Noel, because she's always winning. Yes, of course. You were trying to get that name off the ground this yeah, whole time. Yeah, I've already printed T-shirts based off the strength of how that joke went over in our first recording. Noels, what is this? That joke? There, there, there's like a one of those uh, sound chips in them. <laughs> when you press it, it's me saying they don't call her no W. <laughs> So this is why we need to get picked up by a network so they can make this merch for us. Because yeah. I've spent you know, ten thousand dollars of my own money <laughs> to buy these shirts. Somebody please subscribe to our Patreon. Please, please just subscribe to Just Joey. Month. Please subscribe to Just Joey. I need this. We'll get some so, of it back after Obama takes his cut. Oh my God! Can you believe this guy's still taking taxes? <laughs> yeah, he's not even president anymore. He found some loophole, I guess. Yeah, if your friend Call is, if your friend becomes president, you still get to take forty percent. And he got he got two friends in a row. Joseph Brandon, right now, and then right before that, it was his good friend Donald Trump. Oh, Did you know that? Controversial opinion. This is we're well, not we're afraid friends, to go though. there. This podcast, I've we're seen, not afraid to go there well, and tell the I've damn seen pictures truth. Of them together, yeah. tell the damn truth. Yeah. Obama loves taxes. We're not comedians. Trump. We're like truth tellers, like Bill Maher. Yeah, yeah well, Bill Maher, Joe Rogan, those are our two heroes. Yes. Cool of guys all, of who weed. are always telling the truth. 
Yeah. Oh, and Elon Musk, too. We're actually recording this from a cool uh, tiki bar uh, basement setup like Bill Maher Do you want to hear, uh, hear another Ma- cool Tiki th- Maher, if you will. <laughs> do you want to hear another cool thing my uh, brother-in-law said to me this weekend? What did your brother-in-law say to you? Um, he was talking, oh, this wasn't to me, I was just in the room. We were sitting in the garage, um, hanging out, doing cool adult things, yes. uh, like watching John Wick 2 and 3. That's pretty, uh, that's a pretty cool thing to do, in my opinion. cool I heard and you were adult. smoking blunts also. Why did you hear that? Where did you hear that from? <laughs> that's just the, the, the scuttlebutt. That's the, the rumor. No, scuttlebutt is incorrect. Shouldn't I would believe everything you hear on the internet. I would not. I would never do such a thing. Okay. Anyway, he said to I don't know a cousin or an uncle or a gruncle somebody. He he said, "Yeah, I've got a man cave like this <laughs> at my place too, up in Chicago." <laughs> and he was so proud of himself. Oh, good for him. I was like, that's great. I'm so happy for you. I, uh, I also smoked weed with my relatives over Thanksgiving. I didn't so. do that. I did not do that. Uh, okay. Well, I did. I strictly smoked tobacco. You see, you were smoking clove cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> They're coming back, baby. You're making it happen. Yeah. And the clove is cannabis. They're cool again. So Noel, neat Noel, as we like to call her, they don't call her no W's. Uh, she brings along Jesse, Owen, and Sammy. Uh, and speaking of Sammy, you know we love Sammy, but don't call him Zane. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to have to hear you describe this whole thing to me again. <laughs> so, since Thomas doesn't want to hear about Sami Zayn anymore. I, did, I was delighted to hear about Sami Zayn yesterday when you told me about okay. him. Okay, since you remember everything that happened, you tell me everything that I said to you. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, I'll, give what you the, I'll give you the cliff notes. I'll give you the cliff bar of what happened. Um, oh, that's fun. Uh, what's your favorite cliff bar, by the way? Um, chocolate brownie or something like that. I don't Boo, really like cliff boring. bars a lot. Okay. Uh, What's I your like favorite the, cliff just the, bar? the peanut butter ones are pretty good. And then uh, the I kind of like the oatmeal raisin one, which is I honestly probably more boring than what you said. But I, I stand by it. No, oatmeal raisin is good. Um, I actually would prefer a plateau bar. And here's what I mean by that. Um, cliff bars are filled with sugar uh, and not. Uh, as much protein as they are carbohydrates, you know. Uh, so my blood sugar often shoots up real high after eating a Cliff Bar, and it's not super nutritious. What I need is a Plateau Bar, something that'll keep my blood sugar steady, you know, like a plateau. Okay. You know what and, I want is like ugh. a damn Klondike Bar. What would you do, Thomas? What would you do for a Klondike Bar? Would you tell me about what happened with Sammy Zane over the weekend? I would tell you about what happened with Sammy Zane. Please tell me what happened with Sammy Zane. Okay, so they're getting ready for uh, the 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 trios match. Correct? There's a no. It's not a trios match. It's a tag team match between the Usos and Butch and Ridge Holland. Oh, I thought Seamus and Sammy were also involved with this. I, I thought it was a three on, on the three. outside of the ring. No, oh, they were just there. Okay. Yeah, managing. 
all right. So they were okay. So occasionally they were like yelling at the ref, like "Come on" right. to distract them or whatever. Um, okay, I'm walking uh, here, that kind of thing. Yeah, they're saying I'm walking here. They walked out into the middle of the ring, and the ref almost hit them with a the car, and then they they yeah. tapped the hood of the car and went, "Hey, I'm walking here." <laughs> Alberto Del Rio is the ref now. Oh boy. Remember when he ran over Santa Claus? I do remember when he ran over. Who could forget when Alberto Del Rio ran over <laughs> Santa only Claus? Two, the only two things I can remember about Alberto Del Rio. He ran over Santa Claus in his cool car, and he got cashed in on in a really cool way by Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, anyway, that was what, cool. There is a third thing to remember, which is when he signed with the company, somebody uh, accidentally, there was like a photo with the, the like WWE official like press release that they put out on the site about him being on there where it was an instruction to the person writing it that was like, he's going to be a big deal fairly quickly. And it just was there. Like it was just the note that was like, (laughs) Alberto is going to be a big deal fairly quickly. So that was a running joke with him on the internet for a while. Uh, Anyway. um, Okay. So they're they're getting ready for the, for the tag team match. um, And Kevin Owens is trying to convince Sammy to turn on the bloodline. And Mm -hmm. Jay overhears this. And that's right. Uh, Goes to Roman Reigns, uh, the tribal chief, yeah. and says to him, Sammy's not trustworthy. He's going to turn on us. And so Roman goes, okay, I'll talk to Sammy. I'll, I'll be the one to decide that. And he talks to Sammy, and he says, no, Sammy's good. He'll be fine. And uh, then they uh, they go out. They go wrestle the match. And uh, there's a point where Sammy gets super kicked on accident by Jay. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's also a point where Jay gets hit by a stunner from Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. And when the ref is going to count the pin on Jay, Sammy comes in. No. Hold, holds, his, holds his arm up so that he can't. On Roman. Oh, it was on Roman. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he, he prevents. The tribal chief. He prevents Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, from getting pinned. And. Uh, then he, at the end of it, I think he hits, uh, is it Butch or Ridge Holland that he hits with the Huluva kick? It's Kevin Owens. It's get, wait, was Kevin Owens in the match? Yeah. You said, you just said it was a tag team match with just Butch and Ridge Holland. No, Thomas, there were two matches. There was one Friday night to he- see who would have the advantage. <laughs> In the War Games match. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sammy messed that one up for the Bloodline. Oh, okay, he, did that, on a- by he the did that Usos. on accident because he got super kicked. That was on accident. The super kick was in the War Games match. But you, you forgot the part <laughs> where it was anyway, Jay. Of- it's fine. Okay, the important thing is that Sammy comes through. Sammy hits the Huluva kick on Kevin Owens. Then Jay hits him with the splash and pins him. And the, everything's good. And then Sammy and Jay hug. There are differences behind them. Yes. It's an exciting moment in the story <laughs> of the bloodline. People were saying on... Um, uh, it's impossible wrestled- to determine how many matches there were or who messed up where. But the important thing is... Bloodline stronger than ever. Bloodline stronger than ever. Very cool. Very good. I saw somebody on the wrestling Reddit say uh, people are going to be talking about this storyline in twenty years. Though they talk about the storylines that everybody loves to talk about, 
And you know the ones I'm talking about. Yeah. What do you think the, the most ones. recent storyline that was like this well received would be? Because I have an idea. I'm just curious what you think. Uh, for me, I would say Kofi Mania three or four years ago. Was that was that was pretty good. I would say that was pretty well received. The one I was thinking of was yeah. the uh, the Kevin Owens, uh, Chris Jericho. You just made mm. the list. Friendship. Yes, that was very good too. Uh, unfortunately, they uh, squandered the ending a bit there um, because you know Goldberg was in town and he needed to be champion. Um, that part sucks, but the, it, we did get yeah. the all-time great moment of uh, Kevin giving. Chris, the the new list as a present, and Chris's name. He's like, "Why is my name on the list?" Yeah. Then he gets power bombed. Yep. So, um, looking like KO is going to be uh, Roman Reigns' next opponent, and Sammy, baby, he's he's you know something's going on. So long as Sammy Zayn, excuse me, Sammy, don't call him Zayn, remains on the show. We'll uh, continue talking about Sammy Zane. Um, Sammy do call him Zane. Yeah. We, Sammy do call him Uso, actually. That was Sa- the other yeah, thing. Yeah, Sammy, Sammy do call him Uso. The, uh, you, f- you forgot to mention when Jimmy was supposed to go in to help Jay, Roman said, hold back. I'm going to send in Sammy Zane. So Sammy Zane and Ray... Ray Uso, Jay Uso had to work together. And you know, that was a fiasco because they have not been getting along. I didn't forget to say that. I chose not to say it. I didn't think it was relevant. Rude. So at the sanctuary, uh, all of the people who won the challenge read their letters from home. Owen's girlfriend is also named Sammy, but don't call her Zane. Yeah. Too many Sammys. Probably. Too many Sammys. Write one of these Sammys off. Write one of the, these Sammies on the parchment and vote them off the oh. island. Jesse has been best friends with his wife since childhood. Very cute. We have some friends from childhood who are like that, who are married now. Yeah, Remember that's that? true. I do, I do know. Yes, it, it was cute. Sammy tells them he's running out Cassidy next. Sammy, you know, he's fun. <laughs> He's he's a fun addition to the show. It's like the Powerpuff Girls, remember? Sugar, spice, everything nice, but then a little bit of plutonium or whatever he did. And that's Sammy. He's the little bit of plutonium or whatever Professor X did. Did you ever watch Powerpuff Girls? Uh, Yeah, I did. Um, Sugar, spice, everything nice. Uh, these were the ingredients to make the perfect little girls. But Professor Utonium also added a secret, accidentally added a secret ingredient, Chemical X. Thus, the Powerpuff Girls were born. And uh, you know who is the one that d- that does the intro to that show? That's right. It's Mr. Show's Tom Kenny, SpongeBob himself. Oh, glad to see SpongeBob still getting work. Yeah, that guy uh, has more money than God. Well... God actually doesn't use money. He's above it. What if literally. God was one of us? Probably be the voice of SpongeBob, Tom Kenny. Hmm. Imagine that. Imagine God on SpongeBob. You know he was in the Monty Python movie. 
So he's not, and he was in uh, God Friended Me or whatever. And he was in What If God Was One of Us, that song. He was yes. in that song. He, so, like, oh, he was? Not, well, I mean, it was about him. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, he's not above being in the public eye and making God, a check. God, God, did God gesture to someone like, you know they wrote this one about me, right? <laughs> God's a chill bro Yeah You know the song You're So Vain Was also written about God <laughs> I did know that actually I did see the VH1 Behind the music About that song And it's good You probably think This song is about you Don't you Don't you In parentheses God <laughs> Yeah I love to go to church When I visit my family And we sing that song In church <laughs> uh, Owen comes up with a plan To split votes Between Carla and Cassidy In case of an idol Sure. Uh, Cody is excited to get to know the other three losers, and they plan to take out Sammy. Excuse me. Uh, I think that's a good plan. You know, yeah. I don't trust Sammy as far as I can throw him, and I'll tell you, I uh, haven't been working out much recently, so I can't throw yeah. him very far. So you don't trust him very far. Uh, yeah, he... <laughs> I think he's playing a little too hard. I think he's trying to form. He's playing. He's being a little fast and loose with his alliances. Like I just think he's eventually going to trip himself up at some point. Hmm. Yeah. You could say he's being fast and furious with his play style. Yeah. He's. He's like the movie. Would you say that he's the Dominic Toretto of this game? He's the Michelle Rodriguez of this game. Yep. He, he's definitely the he's kind of the um hopefully he's not the Paul Walker of the game. Hmm. It's pretty dark. Pretty dark yes. choice of reference there, Thomas. Yeah. Um he's the Tyrese of this game? Is Tyrese in those sure. movies? Tyrese Gibson yeah. is in those movies. Um, he, he's the Vin Diesel of the movies. I don't know. I have, I've watched one or two of those movies. I, I don't really know. I think there, there's one thing we can all agree. Survivors about family. Yes. They, they have certainly told us about that. And the interesting thing about a brother and sister is that neither of you is the parent. Cody and Cassidy discuss taking out Noelle because she's becoming a huge threat. Ding, ding, ding. As they like to say, I think that's a good idea. They call her Noels for a reason. <laughs> That's right. I've heard that somewhere before. Whoever said that, pretty cool. I wish that was on a t-shirt that I could buy. Mm, mm-hmm. Mr. Google thinks Noelle is a hero in this game. Love that. Love hearing about heroes. Uh, and he feels in a good position because he has options in the game. I think that having a lot of options is sometimes... Uh, the illusion like it is an illusion to you as a player right like like maybe you're spreading yourself a little too thin across these alliances yeah you think you can play with anyone but really you can't play with anyone the fact that you're playing with everyone makes everyone realize that you are too valuable to everyone else so yeah if you're playing with everyone you're playing with no one yes unless you're like unless you're mike white Yes, who is playing everything very well. Yeah. Like the uh, like football. Yes, we I forgot that 
We, we talked about Mike White playing for the damn New York football Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets, Jets, for, Jets yeah. Uh, three touchdowns, beat your beat your beloved Chicago Bears yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, what can't the guy do? Um, he won an Emmy. Probably won an Emmy. Won Oscar. an Emmy. Season two of White Lotus, still going strong. Yep. Um, have yet to watch it, but I enjoyed season one quite a bit. Um, the reveal at the... You've, you've watched it, right? Uh, uh, White Lotus? Yeah. I watched like the first two episodes of the first season and I liked it. And then I for I just never went back and watched it. So I will at some point. Uh, yeah. That's kind of how I was too. And then I like forced myself to watch the whole first season. Very fun. The, the reveal at the end is, I think it was really funny, but you know, I'm a Mike white fan. So yeah. Yeah. Mike white, super fan. Uh, Mike white. Hmm. <clears throat> Uh, that's very funny and always will be and always has been. At the Immunity Challenge, we have to balance House of Cards as they build it. What did you think of this title? Not title, challenge. Uh, I thought that it was good. Good. I think that this is the exact kind of challenge that I'm looking for once we hit the merge is balance on something, balance stuff, keep something up. Uh, especially something like the tower. So it's really funny when it falls down. Speaking of Eiffel 69. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Eiffel 69 challenge. Yeah. Uh, also, we didn't, I, I forgot to talk about um, uh, when Jeff uh, is wearing a black shirt and Carla goes, Ooh, Jeff, man oh in black. God, yes. Looking good. And then he kind of like does a little like, turn like he like poses a little mm. bit and then he's like thank you carla no like a creepy voice. don't don't even don't even remotely flirt with anyone i don't care how innocent it is jeff yeah, should not be flirting like with anyone jeff was goofing Mm-mm. he was goofing but even also, goofy flirting is too too much this is the reason why we need to bring back stoic uh sort of uh detached jeff yeah. I want Jeff to be annoyed that he's talking to the players. Yeah. That's what I like. That's what here's I like about early challenge. season Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, all right, here's what we're doing. Don't be a d- dipshit about it. Don't oh, talk to me. Did you? God, I wish I could remember off the top of my head what season it was. But it was an old school season where he kept getting mad at them for attacking when not in the attack zone in some challenge. <laughs> <laughs> he has to tell them like a dozen times, like you're not in the attack zone. You are not in the attack zone. I, I wish I could remember off the top of my head what that is, but that is a season we will, I'm sure, watch eventually during some off season. Uh, but it is peak Jeff in a challenge. Like I want that so bad. There's there was a. It's funny because they ended up making the World Series, but there's a point where the Phillies weren't doing so well this year. And there was a player for them who got caught on camera saying, I fucking hate this place when the <laughs> fans were booing them. Oh, that, that's what I want. That's the energy I want Jeff to have at all times. It was uh, apparently Survivor Thailand, which is not high on the priority list, but um, worth watching it eventually, I think. Anyway, uh, Cassidy wins this challenge. Good for Cassidy. I like Cassidy overall manifesting her win, you know. Chaos Cassidy. She loves to be called that. She like yeah, we all call her that, and she likes to be called that. She literally does. She said on Twitter um, that she's been manifesting calling herself Chaos Cassidy since she was 13 years old when Chaos Cass was first on the show. 
Yeah, it's it's the it's like on The Simpsons uh, when they're giving Frank Grimes his eulogy it's, or grimy, as he liked to be called. Um, Cassidy, Chaos Cassidy is like the sequel to Chaos Cass in the way somebody could be watching David versus Goliath and be like, oh, I wish I could be Mike White, too. Like Borat, too. Yeah. Rudy Mike Giuliani. White. Did the whole thing with the Rudy Giuliani. Very nice. Very nice senator or whatever he is. Lawyer. Lands- landscaper? Football player. They should bring they should bring back the survivor auctions so that somebody can go, very nice, how much? God, what if? If they get fucking Borat's daughter on there, maybe they'll do it. Yeah, that'd be pretty sick. So Goobler tells Noelle that she's the target, but she is still 95% confident that they can still take out Carla. Interesting choice of words there, Noelle's. You know? Yeah, that's a bit of an unforced error, I would say. Things are going real well in this episode up to that point. I wonder... And we we probably talk about this a lot, but it really does feel like every time they say the word confident, that person is out. They never use that word. I wonder if people are saying it all the time and then they just wait to use it. They just wait until it's the episode that they get voted off and then they deploy it. Because what's more fun than hubris? Uh, And I completely understand, but it's just it's. I, I'm sure people say it all the time, and they, they just use it when it's appropriate uh, in situations like this. But it's just—it's so funny every time it works out. My, yeah, I, it really is one of those things where you you hear it and you're just like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa!" Hold hey, on. hey, like, guys! Hey, <laughs> hey, hey! Come on now. <laughs> Uh, Cody and Jesse. Uh, see. I, 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 Jake. I will say I'm feeling a little less confident right now. I'm uh, checking the return policy on these T-shirts I had commissioned. I'm going to see if maybe I can get the get the T-shirts replaced with. Uh, they, they should call her some L's. Mm, mm-hmm. That'd be a good T-shirt too. A lot of really good T-shirt options. Honestly, you could send the ones um, you know that say. What was the first one? Oh, it was, uh, uh, they don't call her no W's. Mm. We could send that one to, like, um, you know, war-torn countries in the third world. Yeah, speaking of the Phillies, they'll go there with the Phillies 2022 World Series championship yeah. t-shirts. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Cody and Jesse see that they don't call her no W's is probably the right move. And then they do a really fun checklist where they, uh, Jesse has a checklist of how to do a blindside, and they do... They do the checklist on screen. They have a, step one: have a cover story. It's great. Uh, the The plan is to split the votes between Carla and Sammy. Step two: have a fall guy. Who is the fall guy? Uh, is is Noel the fall guy in this instance? <sighs> Don't remember. Anyway, step three, backup plan. Have a backup backup plan. Jesse lets Goobles say that they want to vote for Noel and explains why, and he agrees. And then he tells Carla that he's nervous Part about of the Cody gable himself. Jesse. I think you've done that one before. 
Gable syrup. <laughs> Let's talk about these wildlife shots. Alive. We did have two, uh, which is very nice. How much? Two. That's how much. We had the bandit sea crate, which we've talked about time and time again, and also a spider, which we've talked about a number of times. So, there you go. Wildlife shots used to be the best segment on the show. Now, not so much. Yeah, I'm not as confident in these wildlife shots as I once was. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, at Tribal Council, Jeff asks Noelle about her sheer determination. (sighs) Okay. Yeah, because she has a disability, so um, she's actually a hero and a healer and a hustler. It, it gets a little, like, condescending at a certain point where it's like, I think you can celebrate someone overcoming their disability without it becoming the only thing that you talk about with them. Like, yeah. you don't need to act like she won a contest to be there. Yeah. She's, she's more than, uh, you know... I think that she's she's more than proven herself as like a very capable competitor. Like, I think that she transcends just being like someone overcoming their disability. Like, it's it's good to talk about that, but I think you can also just be like she's just a really good player. Period. Mm-hmm. As a as a person with um, as a person who has to legally check that I have a disability on forms. Uh, I don't know how to respond when people are like, you're such a hero for dealing with this. Like, I don't think you understand what you're saying, because I guarantee you I'm not. I've been dealing with this since I was six years old, and I am very shitty at it still. Um, Yeah, how would you how would you feel if you were on Survivor and every single time? I'd probably win a million dollars. I'd be confident I win a million dollars. Oh, well, that's good. Um. (laughs) But, like, if every single tribal council or every time that you did anything, it was just yeah. like, Andy has diabetes. <laughs> like, how does your, and how does your diabetes make you feel about this? I, like, how would, would that get to you if that yeah. kept getting brought up? You know, like, uh, strategizing the vote before tribal council, it's kind of like eating a big slice of chocolate cake, uh, but, like, not bolusing enough for it. And then, like overcorrecting, subolacy too much. So your blood sugar goes really high, but then it goes really low. It's really a roller coaster. Just kind of like how it's a roller coaster who you're going to vote for before tribal council. Is that satisfying, Jeff? Is that a satisfying metaphor? That's what would be over your, your like, soft focus uh, (laughs) video package. They're like, can we get a bunch of pictures of you as a kid? Yeah. Uh, So that we can talk about how you have diabetes? Yeah, absolutely. Tear up. Uh, It's really hard sometimes. About once every three to six years, I break down and uh, don't want to do it anymore. And then God says, too bad, idiot. That's not how it works. Yeah, get fucked. I'm God. <laughs> I'm. What if I was one of you? You ever think about that? <laughs> uh, so Noelle tells us about how... Being on the show, he, she hopes to reach just one person with a disability. And, hey, I'm a person with a disability, and I recognize her struggle in having to politely smile when people call her a hero for just living her life. Yeah, she's she's overcoming uh, the immense focus of production on yeah. her disability. Yeah. Uh, she says, 
Oh, excuse me. Jesse says that the only reason he was able to read his letter from home was because of Noel. And then uh, Gobbler makes a metaphor uh, related to the OR at Jeff's request. I, I, I know we complain about Jeff a lot, but this is unnecessary. The only good OR content is that joke in Rushmore. You know what I'm talking about? Which joke is that? When he's like talking to Luke Wilson, when Jason Schwartzman is talking to Luke Wilson, and Luke Wilson says, they're OR scrubs, and he goes, oh, are they? <laughs> That's so fucking funny. That's good. Jeff's being like, oh, where are we at in the procedure in the OR? I don't fucking care. How am I supposed to relate to that as a person with diabetes? I'm not a doctor. Doctors hate do you me. Think, do you think when uh, uh, Gabler was uh, talking to that vet, he was like, were you in the shit? Mm-hmm. And then that vet was like, yeah, I was in the shit. Owen says he uh, thinks the plan that is going to happen is going to happen. Cool phrase. Cool phrase worth putting Whatever in the show. Whatever happens, happens on yeah, Survivor. He Daniel Faraday his way through Tribal Council. This is like so... I, anytime that they get to the point in a tribal where people are talking this abstractly, Jeff should just be like, okay, we're done. Yeah. Let's vote. It's boring. It's boring. This is the big complaint of, of Survivor 43, but Tribal Council is boring now. Uh, yeah, everyone is too coy. It's better than live tribals, but it's not much better. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Jesse again says, trust is currency. Great line. Great motto for the show Survivor. Uh, Jesse says... Trust is currency. That's going to be the new voting blocks. That's going to be the new... uh, Pilots and passengers. I would... Yeah, I would love to hear... There should just... Someone should just make, like, a breakdown of every single dumb narrative each season tried to introduce as, like, this is how the game is shifting. Yeah, that's a really good idea for, like, a YouTuber... You know, there's YouTubers who like do highlight reels of Survivor with, with different themes. Yeah, and this week. would be like a this would be like a ten hour video essay. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was it was actually about uh, fucking. Well, where was Pilots and Passengers from? Was that um, Island of the Islands? That might be Island of the Islands. And then Winners at War was um, Lions and Hyenas. Yeah, th- something like that. Second chances was uh, was voting blocks. Yeah, voting blocks stuck around for a while. Um, yeah, now this year it's um, whatever the fuck. Trust is currency. Trust is currency. Yeah, which honestly I don't hate. I if if they came out with a movie called Pirates of the Caribbean, Trust is Currency, I'd probably go see it in theaters. Yeah. There, it honestly kind of reminds me of this is just a dumb joke that only a few people on Twitter would would get. The few the proud the tweeters. Yeah, there's uh, there th- this account Twitter's good boy uh, has a running joke where he just made. For whatever reason, the phrase in the Matrix cash is king <laughs> just became a running joke. And so he made a bunch of memes based off of that. And so on Survivor, trust is currency is uh, the new in the Matrix, cash is king. That's a good line. I, I'm not mad about it. 
Uh, yeah, I think we can all agree that in the Matrix, Cash is king. Noel talks about fear of idols, and Jesse quotes his son's letter and says, Get that money, baby. And I'll say again, imagine a baby made out of money. Coins or dollar bills? You, you know who else says that? Neo in the Matrix. Cash is king, baby. Uh, they vote. Carla gets a vote, and then another vote. Sammy gets a vote, and then Noel gets four votes. You know, what can you do? You could not be confident. That would be one way to avoid this. Yep. Um, so last week you had 28 points. I had 26 points. Uh, this week I received a point for Carla surviving the vote. Um, let's see. At the merge, you had picked James. How did James do with this travel council, Thomas? Uh, you know... No, but I want you to tell me. How did James do? And on the game of Survivor and Net Tribal Council specifically. Uh, well, he uh he was there. Oh. He was present. Oh, that's great. He voted He was there. He voted present at Tribal Council. Yeah. <laughs> that's one thing they don't he tell you about Survivor. He was not allowed to participate in the vote, but he was present. <laughs> the jury also votes at tribal council, but all the jury members have to write present instead of somebody's name. Because <laughs> <laughs> there are occasionally times where, like, somebody is out with injury or a sickness or something. They have to go to the hospital, so they can't make that tribal council, you know? So they just need to <laughs> keep track of who all is there, just in case. Sure, yeah. Uh, good news, Thomas, for you. Uh, Noel, they don't call her no W's for a reason. Uh, you predicted she would be voted out, so you got a point for that. I predicted Sam would get voted out, so no point for that. So now at 29 points, I'm at 27. Now, we did make predictions yesterday, but I have not yet written them down. So we get... A Survivor 31 Cambodia second chance at these predictions. So who's going to win reward? I am going to say that Sammy is going to win reward. I will say the gobble man himself, Mr. Google, Michael Gabler Gabler. Because he missed the last one, right? So they want to be nice to him? Or did he? No, he didn't make the last one. Uh, what will the reward be? 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 Uh, I'm going to say that they get to take a shower. Did we ever, in, between now and when we recorded last, did we ever determine whether they got to take a shower at this at this reward? We were. Mm. I think that there was some dispute there, over that. There was some dispute over that. I did not look it up. Um, I'm going to accept your prediction, though. I think it's a good prediction. I'm going to say they just had pizza, didn't they? So they're not going to do pizza again. Hmm. Well, I'm looking at a coupon here on uh, an egg carton, and it has... Uh, Pancakes and maple syrup. And you said gable syrup earlier, so that's in line with this. I'm going to say pancakes. I did say that. Okay, sure. Pancakes are good. Pancakes are fun. Pancakes are waffles. This is a would you rather. New segment, would you rather. Nobody's ever done this on a podcast before. Pancakes or waffles? Uh, pancakes. And the question is, which would you rather drown under? 
probably still pancakes. I don't think that either of them would be pleasant to drown under, but I like pancakes better. So, mm-hmm. um, who is going to win immunity? Uh, I think that Cody is going to win immunity. And that's what she said last week. And last week I said to Jesse and I'm sticking with that. Who's getting voted out? I'm trying to remember who I said was going to get voted out. Yeah. This past time. <laughs> <laughs> the only people who would know is me and you, and neither of us can remember. So what is it like, matter? Oh fuck! Who did I say? <laughs> Who's left? Um, Seven people. I think that Sammy is going to get voted off. That's what that's it was. really. I think you're probably right, but for sake of competition, I'm going to say Big Bad Cody Asenmacher. No, I'm using everyone's full name this round, but yeah. whatever. Uh, of what course, you, Chris Jericho. Oh yeah, um, is is that something he does? Yeah, I think when he's a heel, sometimes he'll call people by their full name. Oh, I thought he just called everybody Jabroni. Oh, that's also a thing that people do when they're a heel. Sometimes should Chili's or Applebee's show up? We'll get a point for that. Um, but until then, Thomas, I have a question for you. Follow-up question to the original question I asked you. And that is, did you watch the challenge Rider Dies last game? I still didn't. I could have uh, you had an between extra day. Uh, yesterday and today, but also you told me what happened. So Yeah, they, uh, they did a challenge where one person had to balance on a post, and in doing so, they would reveal an image, and then they both have to run up this hill and recreate that image. And you know what the image was? What was the image? It was a bush, a Kate bush. Oh, yeah. They had to make a deal with God. Yeah, that's a funny joke we did together. Uh, guess who won? Who won? No, Thomas, I want you to guess. It was, remember, no. a memory puzzle. You tell me. It was Nelson and Nerese. I want to see if you know. It was Nelson and Nerese. It says right in front of me. It was in my notes, and I wrote it down while watching the show, so I know it's right. Oh, yeah. And then when you told me that, I was like, oh, Nelson? did Nelson did a puzzle? Yeah, um, and Nerese too. She was also there. She's weirdly a really good partner for Nelson. They're doing really well together, and that's exciting. Um, Nerese is great. Have you ever watched a show with Nerese on it? I don't think I have. Do you want to look her up? Why? Because she's really pretty, and you'd probably like looking at her. I don't know. That's all. Well, let's take a look. I'll be the judge of that. It is not spelled the way that I thought it would be spelled. <laughs> how did you spell it? I spelled it N A R E S E, which is how someone named Narice on uh, the wire is spelled. So uh, yeah. this is one that's spelled N U R Y S. That's right. Yeah, she's good looking. Yeah. Uh, so they had their meeting and they sent in four more teams with champs on them. And then uh, now nobody trusts Devin because he is somehow always avoiding the zone. And now you've had about 28 hours to ruminate on the zone as the name of an elimination chamber. What do you think of that name? Uh, you know, I think it's kind of foreboding, foreboding sounding. That's a thing from uh, the movie Stalker. So... Mm. Very, very arty. Is that from The Wire? What if they did an elimination chamber called The Wire on the challenge? That would be pretty funny, yeah. I think. And the 
the season could take place in Baltimore. Um, yeah, and one side would be cops and one side would be drug dealers. One side could be cops and one side could be robbers. And that's people named Robert. Boss and Rob. <laughs> cops and Roberts. There's a simulated survivor and we the should challenge do. cops and Roberts. Yes, honestly, that would be fucking sick. Every cop that has competed on one of these shows versus everyone named Roberts. Yeah, 100% we should do that sometime. Uh, so Nelson and Narice ultimately send in Amber. Remember her, the color for Amber B is Amber. Yeah. Uh, her boyfriend Chauncey is her partner and they go up against Darrell and Veronica. Remember from the early 2000s, they were on the show. They're back. Better than ever. They have to climb up a tower uh, and collect puzzle pieces that are hanging from the slack lines they have to climb, and then they do a puzzle at the end. Pretty fun stuff. Good stuff. Who likes puzzles? Uh, Kel uh, likes puzzles. Um, puzzles, uh, they were bad at Both teams were bad at the puzzle, but eventually Amber and Chauncey won. Pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Um, but the real reason we talk about the challenge these days is for the MTV Music. There's a segment called Music Minute. Music make you lose control. Music make you lose control. We had an Eric Church song. Did you get a chance to listen to any Eric Church songs since yesterday? No, nope, I still, I know that he sounds like a regular country guy. That's right. But I did not listen to it. Uh, personally for me, I prefer Eric Business. Oh, I bet uh, Eric State. How about and you gotta yeah, keep them separated? Yeah, that's right. How about on Sundays? Uh, I do a little Eric shopping, you know, Eric's be shopping, Eric's be shopping, a little retail shopping on a Sunday afternoon. Get my get my earbuds some Christmas gifts, you know. Yep. Uh, we also got a song from Doja Cat called Kiss Me More featuring Susan. Oh, yeah. And then we this we also discussed the fact that this uh, song is is based around the Olivia Newton John song Physical. Yep. The song Physical by Dua Lipa is also based around that song, and they came out I think like a month apart. That's right. Uh, disco inspired pop song. Doja Cat said she wanted to make a song about kissing because she thought it would be cute because it doesn't happen too often, which you took issue with, as I recall. Oh, that is incorrect. Name one more song about kissing. Uh, this Kiss by Carly Rae Jepsen. Nice. What about Good Kisser by Usher? Yeah, sure. Uh, Kiss from a Rose. Mm. Seal. Um, uh, Kiss, the uh, whole band. The song. Yes, the band Kiss, the song Nobody by Mitski. Oh, my God. What a good song, too. If they ever did a season of Survivor with no contestants on it, uh, we could use that as the intro song. Sure. Uh, Shut Up, Kiss Me by uh, uh, Angel Olsen. I really like that song, but I feel like I heard it so often in what year did that come out? 2016, 2017? 2017, I think. I, it honestly, I couldn't listen to it for like three years after that. I heard it so often. Yeah, I think I also got a little sick of it. And, uh, but I had the pleasure of listening to that song performed live back oh, in September. Cool. And it was it was good. Angel uh, Olsen, you won't believe this. Very talented. I'll see it when I believe it. I believe it when I see it. Whatever. Who gives a shit? Uh, John Caramonica of the New York Times, your favorite music critic, said it mixes the breeze of the light 1980s funk with the bogginess of 2020s hip hop. A juggling act that Doja Cat has pioneered, if not trademarked by now. Agree or disagree? 
as the biggest Doja Cat fan. In what, whatever. I, I don't care. Um, it was ranked in the top five songs of 2021 by several outlets and has won a number of awards, including Best Collaboration at various award shows and nominated for Video of the Year at VMAs, but lost to another song. Do you remember what song I told you yesterday? You did tell me yesterday. Wasn't it the, it was the, um, it was the Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow song? Uh... I don't remember if this is the one with Jack Harlow, but it is Montero Call Me By Your Name by Lil Nas X. Sure. So that's um, the Music Minute, and we love alliteration here, so this next segment is called Probes Bros. Get it? Are you just going to read the the one that I already did? No, because we only got like halfway through it. So this is where something horrible happened. Technically difficult. Thomas, give me an adjective, please. Uh, bad. Yep. Uh, and a celebrity and a um, female celebrity and a male celebrity, please. Uh, Doja Cat yep. and Jack Harlow. Mm, nice. It's not who you said yesterday. Who did I say? Who was the male celebrity that I said? You said Mike White. Oh, put Mike White back in there. Let's get him back. Okay. Bring Mike White back. Now that fucking White Lotus is so popular, you probably will never come back to Survivor. Bullshit. An adjective, please. Uh, late. Hmm. And uh, color. Amber. Nice, like the color of Amber B's energy. That's right. And a plural noun. Uh, farts. Farts, the fucking funniest thing you could ever think yeah. of. Can, Watch out. Can I, Who knows where <laughs> I'm going to go next? Can I get an adjective? Lame. Yeah, I like that. Uh, and the verb ending in I-N-G. Running. And an animal? Orangutan. Oh, you f- you gave me a good one that's easy to spell. Uh, Orangutan. Uh-huh. And a part of the body. Make it a funny one. <laughs> but. <laughs> and a noun? Uh, glasses. And how about one more noun? Ground. Mm. And finally, an exclamation. And this is. Ouch! Okay. Is that your final answer? Yes, that is my final answer. Okay. We'll see if it fits. Jake, do you remember? I was just talking to someone about this. Do you remember uh, playing. Because I know we both had this the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire PC game? Where mm, mm-hmm. if you typed in when it asked your name, if you typed in Regis Philbin, Regis would get mad at you and he would name you like idiot. That's so good. Regis Philbin, uh, as they say, was a real one. Um, did you know that Michael Schur is married to Regis Philbin's daughter? I did not know that. Yeah, I learned that recently. So this is called Survivor on the Runway. Uh, the Survivor fashion statement is definitely the most bad on television. 
Now, I don't know if they mean, like, bad, like, bad, or bad, like, cool, you know? They mean it like Michael Jackson bad. Yeah. Everyone is following the Survivor trend, even big stars like Doja Cat and Mike White. <laughs> Imagine Doja Cat and Saving Mike White. Saving the best for last. Wearing the same it's the, Zoola- it's the Zoolander <laughs> runway scene. Like, do not be distracted by the beautiful celebrities. And it's Doja Cat and then M- Mike White. Mike White is definitely in the Gary Shandling position. The style for women is simple, chic, and late. Hmm. Short shorts and cute amber tops are the way to go. Men will wear longer farts but might take off their shirts to get a lame tan. (laughs) Oh, yeah. What a bunch of fucking lamos. If you're going running or want to catch an orangutan, something to keep your hair off your butt might come in handy. Oh! It will also be useful for wiping glasses off your face if the weather is hot, which is almost always is. Honestly, like, that's really thoughtful. Yeah. I hate, oh, I hate when my face gets all sweaty and my glasses slip off. Because, as you know, I can't see without my glasses. Yeah. You're basically, you're basically Velma. I'm basically Velma. Have you seen the latest, uh, the latest Scooby-Doo movie? Where Velma's officially gay? No, I have not seen, I have not seen the the Velma thing. Yeah, it's good. Um, not the Mindy Kaling thing, which is what I thought we were watching at this uh, Halloween party I went to a month ago. It was a movie. You know how they make mo- movies, Scooby-Doo? Um, yes. Well, they did one recently, and it was good. But it wasn't what I was expecting. Was, there, was it a WrestleMania mystery? It was not a WrestleMania mystery. It was a normal mystery. And there was some okay. fashion icon... Who and who was like the person who made all of the? Was it Mike White? It was Mike White. Whoa! He did the voice, yeah. Uh, and Velma fell in love with his character uh, because she was a real hottie, and she made all the costumes for all the villains all the time. That was the twist. It was a pretty good movie. I enjoyed it. You should watch it. Okay, what's going on with the rest of this Madeline? Mm. Uh, you can wear sneakers or sandals, whichever you prefer. Make sure you wear something on your feet since you don't want to burn them on the hot ground. So you just got that one. I can't believe I <laughs> called shot there. <coughs> Excuse me. That would make that would most likely make you scream. Ouch. You know what? It would, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes they just work out. Sometimes, sometimes you just know. Okay. Well, that's fun. Um, for more fun uh, word jokes from Thomas Powell, you can follow him on Twitter, Thomas. What's your Twitter.com handle? You can follow me at Tom. Not Tom. Uh, Going to be talking a lot about Michigan football, as I have been, but even more now because they beat Ohio State and they're undefeated. And I'm having a great time. Cool. Uh, DYWSLN is the name of the show and also the name of the Twitter handle where you can follow us or on Instagram at the only survivor podcast on Patreon. Thomas, what's the Patreon.com URL? 
uh, patreon.com slash just podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, you can listen to shows like, did you listen to last night? Last night? No, you can't, you can't just force that one into reality. <laughs> we have to put to a little of these somehow. <laughs> did you listen to last night? Last you night? You can listen to just stroke. That's our, our podcast only about the song "The Stroke" by Billy Squire. That's our OnlyFans show where we masturbate. That's a different thing. <laughs> That's the joke. Just the joke. <laughs> anyway, uh, you can you can listen to uh, you can find that and many more at uh, patreoncom podcasts. Um, at prices to fit any budget, as long as you can spend uh, five figures a month. Uh, it doesn't even need to be that much. It could be less. Oh, yeah. If you want to leave us a bad review, it's cheaper. Um, and I think we even have uh, things that are only four digits a month. So let me let me just pull this up real quick. Because I do know that we had a... Um, I don't know if I... I don't think I've made the... Oh, you're right. We did. Um, there was one that we actually would do. There was one of them that was like, I actually... This is one that we should do. What was that? Um, are you thinking of Teal Time? The yeah, our, was Teal Time a Pistons podcast? Yeah, that's only three thousand dollars a month. That's pretty. That's pretty affordable. Obviously, I would say. to commemorate uh, their three championships. Isn't it wild to think yeah. that their last championship is further away than their second and third championship were from each other? Yeah, that's. I don't like to think about that. Yeah, it makes me feel old, and I don't like it. Uh, well, we can talk more about that on Teal Time. A yeah, Pistons if you want to hear more about that, uh, Patreon.com slash just podcasts, of course. Thank you to the listeners. Thomas, do you want to say anything to them? Uh, thank you, listeners. Uh, Apple reviews, uh, we got them, and they're good, and you got to leave five stars. Give us more five stars only, uh, and then make sure that you say, this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all of the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. Spotify is corrupt, but if I could leave a review, I would say I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify wrapped. And Spotify wrapped is is coming out these days. Um, it's coming up. I wouldn't, I'm a title guy. I wouldn't know anything about that. Oh, but, excuse you know. me. I totally forgot that you're a title guy now. Um, well... Maybe next week we'll come back with our Spotify wrapped, uh, except for Thomas. Thomas, what does title do? Here's here's your title wave of music. I think they you give you some to. sort of yeah, they give, they give you some sort of year end thing. Why did they spell it like tidal wave? Because uh, there's a big wave of music that's about to hit you. Look out! Hmm, it's weird because it's like a natural disaster. It's weird that they would celebrate that, you know. Yeah, I feel like honestly, I feel like maybe we should, I don't know, cancel Jay-Z do better. Yeah, for that. Not for anything else. I can't imagine anything else he's done. Just the spelling of his uh, streaming website. Okay, well, I know this one was late and I'm sorry about that. It's Apple. It's Tim Apple's fault. Uh, Blame him. You have anything else to say, Thomas, on this evening? Uh, Did you watch just that? What? Did you watch Survivor Last Nights? I forgot to say Nights in a sexy oh, way. Oh, yes, of course. Because it's the... Uh, I was going to say, did you watch Survivor Last Nights? So yeah. I think we can we can end on that bit of symmetry. 
Yeah, so have a great... Uh, what's, the, what's the song from Greece? Summer's Night? Have a great, have a great Greased Lightning. <laughs> have a great Greased Lightning. Greece is... Work, not even close. Getting paid to do it. Ooh, that's a good point. I didn't even consider that. I was thinking of like establishments that you visit. Work, you know, it's like home to me. Yeah, I don't really think there's a good place. I think any like singles, you know, like like single bathroom. You know, like with a door that locks and nobody else is in there. Like, that's probably yeah. the best. Yeah. But I don't know. Who has, I'm trying to think of, like, I feel like nicer. You know, you get, like, a newer restaurant. It's got a nice bathroom. Mm. That's a good place mm-hmm. to make shit. You know what? I'm just realizing maybe I just don't go to places that have nice bathrooms. Ooh, actually, you know what? You know where has an awesome bathroom? Uh, next time you're in Chicago, Thomas, we'll have to go here because it's a cool, like, cocktail bar. Uh, it's called something, uh, and it's on an intersection somewhere. And it's one of those bars that's, like, in an old car garage, you know, like a mechanic garage. So it has the, the doors that, like, slide up, like garage doors. You know what I'm talking about? Those sure. kind of bars. Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. It's really generous of you to, to give such a, a hearty plug and endorsement for this bar by not remembering the name of it at all or where it is. I can visualize it's it. It's a bar that exists. I don't remember what it's called, but it is somewhere. I can't remember where. I went on a date there with an ex and also probably another date with somebody else and maybe even a third date with somebody else, you know? The 20s were a lot of fun. Who can say? The, tw- the 1920s, obviously. The 2020s. Yeah. easy. Um, fun for a different reason. Well, um, anyway, the bathroom is really nice. Oh, that's good. Um, I'm going to say no, the name wait, of the bathroom t- that I can look. remember. The, okay. the name of the place and where it is. Um, that restaurant Hancock, which is down the street from my house. Uh, nice wallpaper in those bathrooms, and the bathrooms are also nice. They're very clean. Okay, the bar is called Stereo, and the bathrooms it has um, the walls are all like these cool, like kind of sepia tinted mirrors that are each like an inch by inch, if that, uh, and just like floor to ceiling all the way around so uh it's a cool little effect and you're like oh this is neat this is enough to entertain me while i'm a little drunk in the bathroom at a bar what's the name you of the bar again estereo e-s-t-e-r-e-o ray estereo ray estereo you know Don't where know it's you know, you know where it's located the 619 no. oh ray mysterio yeah okay that's funny Smarten up, probes. <laughs>